Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Game two of the ALCS between the Indians and Blue Jays at Progressive Field in Cleveland. The Indians looking for a 2-0 series lead. Francisco Lindor flashing the glove in the early going. Second inning, Josh Tomlin facing Jose Bautista. Swung and grounded towards short in the hole. Backhanded by Lindor. Jump throw to first on one hop. And a stretch and a tag made on the bag by Napoli with that back foot. Oh, what a play on both ends. Carlos Santana, the DH, batting right-handed. Hap delivering. Santana swinging. Sends a liner. Deep left field. This ball is gone! He just did clear the 19-foot wall in left field. An absolute laser shot. His first postseason home run. So Barney in scoring position with two down. Here's Donaldson. Line drive, right field, base hit. That's going to tie the game. Barney can score easily. Donaldson on his way to second, and he's in there with a sliding double. Josh Donaldson delivers and ties the game here in the third. Davis 0 for 7 this postseason. On the ground to short. There's one. The speedy Davis beats the rap at first. And there he goes immediately. Throw down by Martin's going to be late. And the Indians stay aggressive. That ball bounces away from Martin, and the throw to third will be late. The speed element. There's that aggressive base running. So now the Indians have a runner at third. Line drive, base hit up the middle. And Cleveland's back on top. Indians leading it 2-1 to one as we head to the fifth inning. First pitch swinging, rolls one up the first baseline. Tomlin on it, and he'll take it right to the bag and get there ahead of Pilar. Tomlin so quick off that mound. And now the number nine hitter, Darwin Barney, will step to the plate. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. Called strike three on the inside corner. Barney is strikeout victim number five. Ezekiel Carrera broke in with the try back in 2011. Swing and a miss, strike three. Tomlin strikes out two more as he sets the side out in order in the fifth. Look who's on. Here in the seventh. And he strikes out Russell Martin. And now pinch hitter Melvin Upton. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Got him with that back foot slider again. And now the center fielder Kevin Pilar. Swing and a miss. Got him with a slider. We go to the eighth inning. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. One down. 
two down in the Blue Jay eighth, two to one Indians. Here it comes. Back foot slider, got him swinging. How about Andrew Miller? Cleveland, two, Toronto, one. Cody Allen looking as calm and relaxed as we've ever seen him. The pitch. Swung on line to center field. Back goes Davis. Turns one way. Now the other. Makes the catch. Right in front of the track. Ball game. And the Indians have won again. The Indians win game two, two to one, and take a 2-0 series lead. Josh Tomlin the victory, allowing one run in five and two-thirds frames. The Cleveland Penn has tossed six scoreless innings in the series, giving up just one hit. Andrew Miller, two more scoreless frames in game two. He struck out 10 of the 12 hitters he's faced in the series. The Indians haven't trailed the last 42 innings in the postseason. The series shifts to Toronto for game three on Monday. Trevor Bauer up against Marcus Stroman. Our own Tim McMaster and Jack Morris discuss how the Indians' offense did just enough to win. The Cleveland Indians' offense in Game 2 of the ALCS can be classified by power, speed, and Lindor again. Tim McMaster here along with Jack Morris. Let's start with the power. Carlos Santana, they had to get something from him in this series, and he scorches a line drive homer to put him up early. Yeah, it was kind of a dead fish fastball, middle half in, right about belt high, and he did not miss it. Santana's a very, very good fastball hitter, especially from the right side. Jay Happ made two pitches to me that he would love to have back. One was to Santana, and the other one was to Lindor. Both of them produced runs for uh, Cleveland. How about how that Lindor hit was set up? And that was with speed because that was the talk coming into this series was Cleveland was so aggressive on the base pass, and the Blue Jays have struggled to stop runners on the base pass. Rajay Davis gets on in a fielder's choice, swipes second, third on a wild pitch, and he comes home on the single. Yeah, Rajay, you know, really the game was decided by him legging out a possible double play ball. When he beat that, he beat it twice, by the way, but when he beat it that time, uh, then Lindor comes up with Rajay on third and first pitch, fastball right down the middle. I mean, those are mistakes you cannot afford to make in these tight ball games. Jay Happ threw it right there. Lindor did not miss, and that's the ball game. For more on the dominant pitching performance from both Josh Tomlin and the Indians' bullpen, we go to our own Tim McMaster and Jack Morris. Two games into this ALCS, and the Indians have outpitched the Blue Jays twice now. First, Corey Kluber in game one. Now Josh Tomlin, both games, of course, the bullpen. Tomlin, a guy that usually goes to the curveball as a third option, that was his main pitch in game two. It was very impressive. He got a feel for it early in the ballgame, and he just kept going to it. The Jays couldn't make adjustments. The ball was knee high. It was right there on the black, outer half, inner half. It didn't seem to matter. He just kept it down, and the Jays could not make the adjustment. He did great today. 36 of his 85 pitches were the curveball. He ends up going five and two-thirds innings, gives up one run. He was good against Boston. He was better tonight. And in some ways, was he better than Corey Kluber? Well, I think overall this was a better pitch game. Yeah. You know, it's it, you can't take away anything that Kluber did, but the bullpen wasn't quite as sharp in game one as they were in game two. Shaw came in, did his job. Miller was off the charts good. And then uh, Cody Allen finished off with three outs. So it was a great great bullpen effort again from the Cleveland Indians. Indians manager Terry Francona on Josh Tomlin's terrific start and the work of his bullpen. I thought he really pitched according to the game plan and stayed with it and he was very prepared. You know the other thing is and you get into this time of the year you're gonna face good pitching and with these start times you know with the sunshine it's hard. I mean, those first five six things it's tough and he was changing speed so well that 
it, it's hard on the hitters. Josh Tomlin said he had his curveball working early. A little bit of both. It was I needed to establish out and throw for a strike early on, um, and then it kind of it was a pretty good pitch. It was effective early on. So um, the end game strategy at that point was using whenever it was. Uh, a good time for it and see if we couldn't get him out in front to try to get some early outs. Carlos Santana hit his first career postseason homer in game two. I mean, this is my house, so I understand. So he stopped for see, especially they can start four o'clock. So, I mean, I see Napoli and, and he taking glasses out and I say, oh my gosh, he's a stop. But um, for me, um, I don't try too much for the, for, for hot, so, and that's why. Rajay Davis scored the winning run and discussed the big game two win. Well, I mean, I was really going on um, what I saw him do to other guys. And I was just kind of watching and paying attention. And um, I, uh, I was able to, to kind of go first move on him. Um, and I, could, I got out really far just to see what he would do. And, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't flinch, so I didn't flinch either. So I was, I was, uh, I was really aggressive there, and, uh, and I just took off. And uh, once, I got the, once I got the jump, I knew they couldn't throw me out from there. Francisco Lindor did it in the field and at the plate. He knows his team will do whatever it takes to win postseason games. Yeah, I mean, this, we, we built like that, you know. We, we meant to um, play defense, run the bases the right way, and, uh, and you know, pick get a couple of hits and our pitching staff is gonna he's gonna help us but we're just trying to be ourselves man we've, I think if we be ourselves I think it's gonna be um, good enough and if it's not good enough then he it's part of the game. Andrew Miller has struck out 10 of the 12 batters he's faced so far in the series. Um, you know this time of year no I don't have a lot of whole lot of experience in this situation I don't think hardly anybody does and you know we're just all having a lot of fun playing and you know try to carry some momentum forward but you know we held court at home. We got to go to their place, and you know it, it's going to be loud and it's going to be a lot of fun. But it's you know it's going to be their place, and we're going to have to find a way to work something out there. Indians catcher Roberto Perez discussed the performance of Josh Tomlin in Game Two. I, I told him, I said, you know what, uh, Encarnacion is not going to beat us right here. Uh, he's he's hot. The whole for the whole player, he's been hot. And I told him, I said, hey, we got we're going to make pitches right now. Uh, just follow me. Just keep the ball down and just give me your best your best pitches so I mean man he he threw a ball a uh, hell of a game today okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.